coming in on three, two, one. Welcome to another episode of Bruce Booze and Reviews. Yeah! I like this shot full of shit. That's about it. <laughs> was that was that recorded? <laughs> a sperm bag of sounders. Bananas kind of pissed me off. And the average for the beer that everybody loves is really high. I like getting shit on. It's not an episode if you didn't make something up. Tangerines are whores. So here's, let's hear your funny story. Well, it kind of is funny. Um, so I come out of the bedroom and he's sitting in his recliner. And he has just his robe on and he had his legs just such and we're coming to this balls thing. Mm-hmm. And I look just at the right time and all I see is this fucking little penis head and his fucking balls. <laughs> Uh, the joys uh, of long-term <laughs> relationships. Yeah, yeah, so then I just started busting out laughing, and he's like, what the fuck's so funny? And I'm like... You're twigging <laughs> you're you're berries, berries are just kind of <laughs> hanging out. Franks you know? and beans. <laughs> Franks and beans. Yeah. yeah. Welcome to another episode of Brews, Booze, and Reviews, a childish podcast about adult beverages. I'm your host, Knox. With me today is Big Earn. I have penis and balls as well, like Lance. Oh, shit. Did I say that out loud? Was that my out loud voice? Whoopsies. Whoopsies. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. It's been, I feel like it's been a while. Yeah. It's been a while since we've been in the studio. Yeah. And with Chris. Yeah. I'm Chris. back, motherfuckers, with vengeance, fire and brimstone, all the things. <laughs> oh, Maybe well, just those things. Settle down, Tootsie Pop. Why? I'm excited to be back. Okay, Be good. here. I didn't get to go to Sioux Falls. Uh, sounded like you guys had a good time. I listened to the Covert episode. You certainly missed me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Content's a little dry about the three of us sometimes, you know. I was no, super was nervous just blabbering on. You had no good. idea how it much content I had to take out of there that was just like, shut up, Knox. <laughs> it was good. I, oh, I really wish I could have been there. Uh, a lot of good beers. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think Sioux Falls all together. I've said it a hundred times. So what's one more? Yeah. Just. Oh yeah. The no. Water. Stay, in, stay in character, Ernie, and just repeat yourself. Okay. So I've said it a hundred <laughs> times before, but so I'm going to say, oh wait, I already said that. No, I, I don't know. It's something about their water, I think. Don't drink it or do drink it. <laughs> no, good. It's, oh, they, they have good beer. Yeah. Good beers all over um, that fucking place. Yeah. Carbonation there in Sioux Falls is just spot on too. Yeah. I mean, all the beers there that what we've had. You know, are, are are fucking good. It was really hard picking, trying to pick out, because uh, you, usually on tap room takers we do six beers, three for us and that we pick, and then three that the brewery wants to talk to or like we want to hear funny stories about. But it was really hard to like pick to beers. narrow it down, yeah, because yeah. uh, Covert had 18, 17 on tap, and and one that wasn't, yeah. and uh, and I'm typically not a sours guy, but holy crap, those mm-hmm. guys know what they're doing. Yep, and then Fernson too. I mean, we could have been to the downtown brewery, uh, but that was that place was packed when we walked in there. It would have been yeah. fucking super hard to do a podcast there. So we did the brewery itself, and it only had twelve on top. And even that too was hard to uh, you know come up with only six. So it was you know I had a good time in Sioux Falls, and I can't wait to go back there again. I like their rice beer, their regular lager. What was it? Uh... Seed number one, two, seed yep. series one twenty three is the, was the rice lager, and then they had the that red ale mm-hmm. that uh, has the mascot. It's the I y- feel like yippee, people uh, either just, prob- probably already listened to this episode. Yep. Oh, okay, oh, yeah. <laughs> so speaking of, well, let's do the, today's episode. Today we have a couple maybe, guests with maybe us. Maybe I'm just what, keeping in character. Maybe that's what we should myself. do uh, from now on. Just uh, every fucking episode's a recap of the last one. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Remember this? Why I put in one of those whoop whoop whoop? I wanted to. I wanted to say I'm glad to be back, but I think I'm changing my mind. <laughs> <laughs> well, our yeah, guest today. I remember when we said we missed you? Let's talk to someone else, Ernie. All right, we got Jacob Kluber. Morning. How you doing, Jacob? Good. good. Glad I'm to have back. you back. Glad to be here. Glad to uh, get a little shitty on a Sunday afternoon. Yeah, Sunday fun day, right? Absolutely. All right. And then we have Holly. How you doing, Holly? I'm good. How are you guys? Excellent so far. Um, we meet some chili for today because it was fucking typical North Dakota weather, right? Yesterday, we go to work. It's, what, 40 degrees. I got my hoodie and my leather jacket, my beanie on. Leave, you know, it's 6 o'clock in the morning. And then I leave at 530. It's fucking 75 degrees. Same clothes I'm wearing. I had to take it off halfway to my car. Tornado warnings going on. Yeah, tornado. Snownado. Whatever the fuck that is. Uh, well, yeah, West Side Does Blizzard. Does that have in it? Thunderstorms. Yeah. Yeah. And then the western part of the state, we got blizzards. Yeah. 
fucking North Dakota. And then it was snowing this morning, and still is yep, apparently. Still, the end is near. There's I'm, precipitation out there for sure. Yeah, it's moist. And if you don't like the weather now, just wait five minutes. It'll yeah, fucking change. It's fucking That's bipolar right. spring, winter, whatever. It's... <laughs> Welcome to North Dakota. Yeah. It is like, nice when spring... We're a hardy bunch up here. <laughs> it is nice when spring lands on a Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! There you go. Except for Knox is working Saturdays now. Yeah. Trying to pay for my vehicles. Anyways, uh... Today's episode is going to be an intro on Bach beers. About damn time we're doing a beer, beer. Beer, 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 beer. So what is a Bach? Well, uh, I'm going to find... Cl- a classical composer. <laughs> yeah, he was <laughs> a sound classical chicken composer. Makes. I missed that one. <laughs> I can't believe I missed that. It was right there, too. Thanks for picking up my slack, yeah, Chris. Yeah. Jacob really popped off with the sound the chicken makes. That's, uh, that's a good one, too. <laughs> All right, so a Bach might just seem like another word thrown in the mix. Oh, by the way, this is from vinepair.com, my favorite website to go to to find out information. Uh, but it's actually centuries old, a uh, style named for Einbeck, the place in Germany where it was born. So it was brewed between 14th century as an ale, and then it was adapted as a lager when it first came to Ger- Germany because of the yeast and stuff that was present there that, uh, uh, you know, they let it sit for a little while. Box are usually five and a half to seven and a half percent. Commercial examples are what we're sipping on as our uh, side beer today, uh, the Shiner Bach. Oh, we are. Yep. I don't fucking have one. I don't have it. We'll get it with the program. Um, sitting here drinking water. Have you been gone that long, Chris? You forgot how things go around here. (laughs) So uh, the original style straight Bach is a malty, robust amber Bach. Malty, robust beer that originated in the Einbeck region of Germany. Uh, it shifted from an ale to a lager in the 14th century. Munich and Vienna malts are co-stars here, putting on a robust malty show that's less roasty than round, with some toast and almost savory caramel flavors. Hops aren't doing much here, but holding up the heft of the malt, balancing out the lingering sweetness. So that's what a Bach is. So let's get our first beer out today. This is from Junkyard Brewing. This is the Maximum Potential. It's a single box, traditional. It's a 6.4% ABV from Junkyard's website. Maximum potential is our box style multi lager. <laughs> Poured into a glass. Yes, sir. Uh, do you need to roll box? How many times no. do you have to roll them? <laughs> I don't no. think you should... Is there a specific number? At least rolls? six. Should they be stored upside Are down? Are we drinking yes. it or smoking it? <laughs> you you got to roll it up, light it up, inhale, exhale. Just got an ounce in the mail. And drink, right. drink, pass. <laughs> yes. So maximum potential is our box style malty lager. Pour into a glass. This is malty lager. Oh, I'm shaking already. <laughs> boasts hues of amber. It hits your palate with a rich malty complexity with hints of nutty breads, a touch of honey graham cracker, and a well balanced hot presence. Ooh. Crowlers of these can be taken for $6.50. But you don't have a crowler of them. He's a Crowley. Well, no, these are actually 16 ounces. Now four they got four packs, 16 ounces. Holy shit, Minnesota. Yeah, well, I got it in North Dakota. It's still weird hearing Junkyard and then seeing it in a 16-ounce can. Right? I know. It's uh, about yeah. damn time. The labels just look smaller. <laughs> yeah, Minnesota laws need to change. Please, all the people that are listening to this podcast, go to the Minnesota uh, Brewers Guild and check out some of the things they have to say about the Minnesota laws and how archaic and stupid they are for anyone other than macro breweries. All right, so uh, let's get to this beer here. It does have a good copper color. Uh, it's it's really clear. So that's uh, it's well, it's a well made lager in that sense. Um, it kind of has a, a nose of. Maltiness, um, some bread, some copper pennies. Yeah, uh, bready. I like copper bread pennies. How, how, is it cold and wet on your pants? Like a good lager should be? <laughs> yes, it is cold and wet on my pants. <laughs> and my chair. Down his pants as well. So, yeah, it's super like fresh bread. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of like that. Um, I haven't had too many beers that are, are this bready, Ooh. but I, it, it's a really nice flavor. And this is 6.4%. Yes, sir. When you taste it, I don't get as much breadiness, but yeah, that honey graham cracker, some nuttiness to it. Maybe some of those pennies are still there. I'm getting plenty of pennies in here. Mm -hmm. Not like overbearing, but in terms for a beer, Mm -hmm. I do get a fair bit of that that copper flavor. 
It does kind of have like a almost like a ryeish dry finish. It's delicious. Mm-hmm. It is. This is superb. I do get that I, what you're calling the penny, that copper. I get. I do get some bread, some body. It's kind of thick, but yeah, it's it's meaty. It's it's there's a lot of flavor in there. Mm-hmm. I like it. And like it, and it does have that hop presence. I think there's just a little bit of that just enough to, or something. Yeah, just enough to, uh, bitterness to uh, hmm. to uh, balance out the sweetness that could be in this beer if it wasn't for them, for sure. Hmm. Yeah. After yeah. it sits in my mouth a little longer, I can taste the bread more. Having a little sinus issue today. Me too. I feel like I couldn't have smoked any more cigarettes last night. <laughs> I fucking... Filled it to the tip top. <laughs> puff, 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 so I've puff. been trying to look up box on the BJCP site, and apparently they're up to date. There, there's a 2021 version now. Yes, sir. So <clears throat> I'm actually going to bring that up. Uh, um, talking about a doppelbox. I didn't know what to look under, so there is a little search tab. You can put in Bach, and oh, look at that! It does say musician. Ding! Oops, and then I gotta spell it right. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for doing your part. You're welcome. Back to this beer. This one, more that I sat on it, it's a good one to like just sit in your mouth. You get a lot of those really nice bread Mm -hmm. flavors, like Mm -hmm. uh, like a good crust on a bread. Like if you just if you're the wrong type of person and you only eat the crust of your bread, <laughs> you get a lot of that. In here. Can like you cut the middle part out? Yeah, your favorite part of the loaf is the ends. Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> the butts. The yeah. butts. <laughs> if you like the butt of your loaf of bread, this would be a phenomenal beer. Yeah. I think it's good even if you don't just like the butts, though. Yeah, it's still, I mean, there's nothing <laughs> wrong with it. It's I still mean, a good beer, but it would be a phenomenal beer if that was if your you, type of deal. It's great yeah. if you like legs as well. But, it would, right. you know, especially if you like big butts. It's oh. like a truth serum. You can't lie. No, can't. you can't. Ugh, yuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you know what? It's too bad we don't have the sounders today. I'll get that at break. Uh, but, yeah, uh, you know what? I'm going to start this one off. I'm going to give this one a, a, I'll give it a five out of six. Ernie. 5.25. Also 5.25. I almost feel like I should rate it higher because I'm really not sure what... More I would want. We'll find out. We got yeah. five more to go. All right, Jacob. I give this a. I'll, I'll go with a five. All right, Holly. You know I haven't drank much box before, so I don't really have anything to compare it to. But it's pretty damn good. So I'm gonna do a five. All right. It's a good start. So the average for a junkyard's maximum potential is five point one. Nice. All right, our next one on the docket. Is going to be uh, Swing Barrels Tribute Hellesbach. Thank you. I'm seriously rolling it anyways. <laughs> <laughs> so this, uh, if you go to swingbarrelbrew.com, this Tribute Hellesbach beer is a 6.7% ABV. This is not the greatest beer in the world. This is just a tribute. <laughs> I Yeah, that's great. Oh, shit. I can't think of their name. What is that uh, with... Tenacious D. Thank you. That's what I was... (laughs) If I'd have seen this one online when it came out, I probably would have bought a number of Crowlers purely for the Tenacious D reference. (laughs) And the art on it is really awesome, too. Yeah, Yeah. Bo Bo does amazing things. Well, first off, this is not as dark as Junkyard's maximum potential. This has (laughs) a lighter copper look to it. Good thick head. Insert joke. <laughs> so this is akin to a Maybach, which uh, literally the month of Maybach, that's, that's when it's usually done. A paler, more hopped version generally made for consumption at spring festivals. Due to its lighter color, it is also referred to as Hellesbach, Hellerbach, from German Hella, bright, light in color. That's a hell of a description. <laughs> Nope. <laughs> Bullshit. So, no, we have to I take like back. that one. We're taking back the ding. You don't get <laughs> anything for that. Ernie, you're better than this. Yeah, not really. Okay. <laughs> I guess I'll just get used to it then. I'm at top of my game right now, folks. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> Enjoy it while you got it. He's peeking in front of us. <laughs> <laughs> He's peeking. <laughs> All right. All right. Yeah, so this one is a little bit lighter than the last mm-hmm. one. 
It's got more of a golden, like Budweiser-ish mix to it. If you mix the two together, the last one and this and um, a Budweiser. So less copper penny in the color and more dark lager, just a darker lager. On the nose? I don't get much. Yeah, I don't either. Light, light bread. I, think I almost I, get like a banana or something in there. I think I'm getting like a little hoppy. There's like a hint of hops in there. Damn chili. Yep, this one's a little bit hoppier. I can definitely taste some of that. I think traditionally they're uh, supposed to be a little more hot profile yep. in a Hellas Bach. Yes, sir. Yeah, I got it right. I kind of like that. It tastes cleaner. It does. Kind of like salty. Hmm. Yeah. Some some sort of spice that gets it right on the side of my tongue. I'm, oh, it's I'm not so bad. All spice in there a little it's bit. It's just just noticeable. Yeah, tingling. I, I, I get the pepper. Yeah, it does. Got kind of. Um... Yeah, I think we're all peaking. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> it just says anything. Oh, it's interesting. It, it, it's a, it's a really good beer. I enjoy it. Yeah, I, I like the little bit more of the hoppiness. A little drier. You want to drink it faster. Mm-hmm. Keep your mouth from drying out because there is that drying effect. That's really good though. I like it. It is quite a bit different than the junkyards. Um, and I like it well, about as much just for different reasons. It is lighter. I think I could drink this. I could slam a couple of these down or at least finish the whole can myself. Yeah. Sit is outside. It, yep. This does have a little bit of tinge of that, some spiciness in it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely, uh, definitely, uh, on the tongue for sure. But I think I, I'm more of the breadier malty. I like that style a little bit. I still get more bready, personally. I still get bready and maltiness from it, but yeah, there is more of a. It's a little more subdued. It does have a really good mouthfeel too. It's it's got some body. Yeah, I think I would. I prefer this one a little more. I'm not getting as much of the copper in there. Yep. And it does have like a little more of that lighter bread um, flavor to it, like less of the crust and more of the inside. I guess maybe that's just how I'll describe all of these beers today. Is where it is on the loaf of bread. <laughs> I'm, I'm okay with that. It's That's, like cuts of beef. It's, where are they located on the cow? <laughs> this is in the middle of the loaf. Yeah. Ah, good stuff. Mm. If this like was a small loaf, this would be towards the inside, but a larger loaf would be closer to the crust. Right, right. <laughs> you bet. Anything else you fuckers got? I'll give this a five. Five and a quarter. Five and a quarter. Uh, 4.75. Four seven five for myself. Huh. So the average for a swing barrels Hellesbach is five. Nice. All right. It's a lot of number punching you had to do there to figure that one out there. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> good good work. Thanks. I like to participate. All right. This next one is from New Glarus Brewing. This is the Cabin Fever. Now New Glarus. Mm-hmm. Is that one of those you have to go to Wisconsin to get? Yeah, they don't distribute outside of Wisconsin. Like the, the, what, what is it? The pickled cow or the spotted cow? Spotted dick or something? No, uh, <laughs> speckled cock. Speckled cock. <laughs> That's, uh... Oh, that was a good episode. Oh well. Okay, so if you go to <laughs> Jesus, you're rough. Aggressive. <laughs> if you go to newglarusbrewing.com, cold days draw us close to the warmth of home fires. This is the season to sip away at the chill and embrace quiet evenings with friends and family. You hold a Wisconsin-style honey bock, easygoing and more approachable than its traditional dark German cousin. Bock beers have existed in Wisconsin for over 150 years. This pale bock is brewed with an exclusive blend of Wisconsin two-row barley that balances seamlessly with our special European hops. Naturally sweet clover honey was added in the kettle, accenting warm flavor notes on your tongue. Jesus Christ. It's almost all you get. <laughs> Whether you reminisce the passing summer sun or thrill to squeaky steps through the drifting snow, one thing is certain about winter in Wisconsin. This too shall pass. So this is a honey bock. Naturally, sweet clover honey was added in the kettle, accenting warm flavor notes on your tongue. I, I like the first pairing, food pairing. Brats. Brats. Of course, it's yeah. Wisconsin. Yep. <laughs> Come on down to Bratfest. <laughs> get yourself a honey bock. That's probably the first food on all of their beers. <laughs> right? <laughs> I think they have brats and then they brew the beer around that concept. Now served at the unknown hole. That's right. Yeah, I get uh, some honey on the aroma. It smells like I'm going to really enjoy this. Mm-hmm. 
bears of honey. Good and honey. Honey. Yum, 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 yum. I was just thinking to myself, oh, thank God we don't have the sounders. <laughs> you guys are assholes. Nice pickup, buddy. I love it. <laughs> he did the slurp, but I had to sing it. <laughs> I was hoping somebody would start that. Um, yeah, I, this is definitely a super light color. This is a little bit uh, lighter than the last one. I actually probably know the same color, actually. Pretty close, but it's this light, li- maybe a little lighter. This one's got a bit more head to it. I Mine has less. I'm, get, I'm definitely getting less head on this, too. Me, too. Me, too. Uh, but it smells like fucking, you've just opened a jar of honey. Yeah. I mean, Literally. It took me a few whiffs at it to to pick up anything but that honey. I do get that, like, a, almost um that... Like a pilsner or lo- a regular lager Somebody background. Th- threw a beer, uh, bread past you while mm-hmm. I was sniffing the honey. Yep. Oh, mm-hmm. that's that's just about where I would like a mead to be as far as sweetness. That's wow, good. this is really fucking good. Mm-hmm. It's funny because when I saw this, I was like, "Cabin Fever." I know I've had that. I know I've bought in cases of it. Oh, that's right. That's because I usually drink them like six pack at a time. And yep. then I just... <laughs> Is there any more? I'd like to revisit this. Mm-hmm. There's plenty. I brought a whole six pack. There's none left in this bottle. You have to grab another oh, okay. bottle. Give me a thing with a deal. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, specific. You wow. opened it violently. I wanted to try it. <laughs> so going back to... Do uh, as I say, not as Going I back to breads, this would make like, an awesome beer bread. Oh, for sure. Oh, yes, Definitely. This is really kind of giving me like that light beer bread with some nice butter, maybe a little honey. So they send the, they send this is a traditional Bach style, right? They said that Bach beers, oh, it's more approachable than its traditional dark German cousin. So this is more along the lines of a my Bach then, or a Helles Bach. My Bach, your Bach, our Bach. She Bach, believe Bach. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Beautiful. that? Cindy Lauper? <laughs> yes, I believe so. I Bop, we Bop, they Bop. Captain Lou. Captain Lou the Albino. I can't believe I knew those fucking lyrics. Maybe I got them all mixed up when I, I was singing it in my head with you. I think I'm too young. I do get mm-hmm. quite a bit of that honey sweetness <laughs> after a few seconds. Almost kind of, but it's not like super sweet. No. Kind of semi sweet. This is a perfect spring beer. Yes. It is really good. I mean, I think they make this in the fall, right? But I don't know. I just told my buddy he was coming back from Wisconsin, and he's like, do you want any new Glarus? And I'm like, whatever they have that's seasonal. If they have seasonal variety packs, just buy me beer. Take my <laughs> money. <laughs> yeah. Take my money. All right. No, this, so this must be a, a, a spring beer, then. That, which would make sense, because this is fucking delicious. It's not as malty as you'd expect, obviously, from a Bach. Beer. It's probably the lightest malt presence I have had in a, in a Bach beer ever. But that honey, fuck, that's really nice. Um, so I'll show this one off again. I'll, I'll give this one a 5.5. I agree with you. Uh, I'm going to do five, 5.55. Just a 5. 5 is good. 5.0. True style. I don't know how you'd rate this. I don't drink a lot of Bachs. But I already said it before. I drink these six pack at a time, twelve pack at a time. Um, I While love- driving and shoot my gun out the window, <laughs> like a true Wisconsinite. Yeah, here, hold my new glare. So uh, I would I'd def- throw flaming bags of cheese on people's steps. What are you on a fucking Alec Baldwin set? <laughs> oh, this is one of my favorite. Just easy drinking, plain beers. I give this a six. All right. Holly, what do you think about this? I beer? think it's delicious. Uh, doesn't wait even... a minute. Wait a minute. Shh. You would. You brought it. Sorry, we missed. Yeah, that. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. You missed that opportunity. Biased. It doesn't even leave it like a nasty aftertaste. It's just so light and smooth, and like the honey is there. I I enjoy it. I'm gonna give it a five five. All right. All right. So the average for the new Glarus uh, cabin fever is five point five. Easy numbers. Wow, You're gonna we're... have to start calling it the above average for. ding all right with that let's take a quick advertising break and we'll be right back we better be right back i'm still here hey neighbors Knox here and i want to tell you all about our sponsor bridgeview liquor conveniently located at 935 37th avenue south of moorhead just off of i-94 they are our favorite off-sale store in town why may you ask 
Mainly it's because they have the largest beer selection in the area. But they also have a wine section that is specially curated to provide the best wines at every price and for every occasion, with a special focus on smaller, independent wineries and European wines of all types. When it comes to service and staff knowledge, I think they are the best around. There have been more than a few times that I have asked questions, <laughs> some of them stupid, and they have the best answers. And more importantly, they don't make me feel like an idiot for asking. Three Saturdays out of the month, they also hold spirit classes teaching you all about that specific alcohol. Their classes are very informative and fun. We've been to more than one, and we plan on going to more in the future for sure. For more on these classes, head over to their Facebook page, www.facebook.com slash bridgeviewliquor, hover over their events tab, and you can pick and choose whichever topics you want to know more about. And for a minimal fee, you can enjoy a class or 10 as much as we have. One of my most favorite things also that Bridgeview does is post up their huge beer releases with a picture tagging all the breweries that they just got beer from so you can click on the brewery to find out more about them and the beers themselves. So head over to Facebook, find Bridgeview, like their page, and make sure to follow them to be notified of Bridgeview news. As an added bonus, when checking out at Bridgeview, if you mention the podcast Brews, Booze, and Reviews, you will receive 10% off your entire purchase. So head over to Bridgeview today for all your spirit purchases. Hello, neighbors. This is Big Earn from Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Do you want to know what's going on in the Fargo, West Fargo, Moorhead area? You need to check out FargoUnderground.com for all that you need to know on what's going on in the area. They have on their events tab information on where you can see live music, comedy, art, theater, what movies are playing in the area, where you can go play trivia, or sing karaoke. Holy crap, right? How convenient is that? So for all the news on what's up in the Fargo area, check out FargoUnderground.com. And thanks for listening to me, I mean us, on Brews, Booze, and Reviews. Yeah. Cheers! Yeah. Ding! All right, welcome back to our one. Motherfucking one. Welcome back <laughs> for our ad break. Uh, hope you like the funny ad reads. Or right. not. We got to put them in there anyway. I don't give did a fuck. Did somebody re record them? <laughs> <laughs> All so right. Anything new with you, Chris? Anything new going on at uh, home? Any new. What? Uh... <laughs> That's at the beginning of the episode. My girlfriend bought ducks. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Now you're telling me to tell us about this. Two Cayuga ducks. Because she knows how much I uh, am not allergic to pets or something. I don't know. She set me up the whole time. She even uh, talked to my buddy, Stefan, and she was like, oh, Stefan doesn't think he'll be too mad. This is before <laughs> she told me what she had bought. And then, yeah, she just played it up. And when I came home from work one day, she goes, your surprise came. I'm like, okay, well, let's go look at it. She was like, no, you had a long day at work. Maybe I can make you a cocktail. I'm going to make some pizza. You want to go downstairs and hang out? <laughs> like totally avoid so, it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Go she to the was, bar and hang out. She was trying to get me drunk and uh, make sure that I was uh, not in any sort of bad mood at all. And then she showed me the ducks. I just she goes, and thoughts. I went, well, I knew it was going to be something fucking dumb, but yeah. <laughs> well, at least she didn't say she was pregnant. So now we got. <laughs> I was like, whose is it? <laughs> but yeah, so yeah, now I'm a, a, a duck father. So why 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 father. are Cayuga or what? Codigo ducks or whatever the fuck? What is C it called? Codigo's a tequila. Yep. Cayuga's a duck. Cayuga. Okay. So Cayuga, what is it about? It's also a horn. Cayuga. <laughs> it's, it's also a town in North Dakota. Yeah. So what is it about owning the ducks I don't, as I a don't, pet? I don't know. I don't they know. Were on sale. Just piss him off. They they lay uh, like a hundred to one hundred and fifty eggs a year. So I guess that's cool. So you guys are gonna have duck eggs? Yeah. Duck eggs are f delicious. I've had it a couple Big times, fan. but I, I don't think they agree with me. I don't know if that would offset the fact that you have ducks in your house, but yeah, I don't know. Like I like I have a sit in a certain area so they don't shit all over the house or they're uh, they got their own room <laughs> is it soundproof they're not gonna fucking wake you up oh they're chirpy little fuckers too <laughs> you can buy diapers for them <sighs> why i 
I don't know. Maybe that'd make your life slightly easier. Then you have to change diapers. It's the reason I don't have children. No one said you had to change them. Because of the fucking diapers. They don't sound like your ducks. Right, they are not my ducks. I'm going to name them, though. Uh, Rufus T. Firefly and Mrs. Teasdale. Okay. I think it's a boy and a girl. Either way, that's their names. That's fucking great. It's 2022. Well, if you didn't have a say in that, you should have a say in something, right? Yep, yep. We're going to name after uh, Groucho Marx and Margaret Dumont from Duck Soup. (laughs) There we go. Duck Soup. Makes a lot of sense. Yep. Tastes like chicken. Fucking Mm. slimy little duck breasts. And when you fucking tire of them, you know, you make some uh, roasted duck. That's right. Get a turducken. Duck comfy. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so this next beer is uh, one of the first craft, craft... Uh, beers I've ever had, and this is Michelob Amberbach, right? Correct. So this is the first beer I had that wasn't a fucking Budweiser, Coors, Miller Lite, whatever the fuck everybody drinks when they're young and want something tasteless. I could not find the actual Michelob website that ha- that talked about this. I don't know why they thought they're all about the Michelob Ultra. Apparently, they're uh, Michelob's websites, but um, this is a five point one percent ABV. Michelob Amberbach has a rich, nutty aroma, a gentle hint of caramel malt sweetness, and a deep malt body that pours a tall head. It's pretty dark. It's a pretty dark beer. It's made by Anheuser-Busch. So yeah, this is a darker color. This is more akin to, um, you know, what I would think a, um, like a Bach, Bach beer yep. would look like. Yep. So it says here for traditional Bach, uh, it's relatively strong, but well, I guess this is only 5.1. Never mind. We'll just go back to this shit. Okay. All right. So, smell? Anything? Almost nothing. No, nothing. I got some roasty notes right after I poured it, but I can't yep. find them anymore. Yeah. So, like yourself, Knox, this was mm-hmm. probably one of the first not Budweiser or Coors, yep. whatever beer that I had when I'm like, oh, I like dark beers. Oh, yeah? What do you like? Oh, I like Amberbach. And then uh-huh. I get laughed at. Yeah, no. <laughs> but, I mean, it is. It's, you know, probably, because it's, you can get it anywhere. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah, um, it's a lot, it's got a much roastier of a flair, malty flavor. I do get some of that pennies in the background a little bit on this one. I think they're It is extremely much, clean, by the way. Much more present. Clear. You think yeah, the I, pennies are more present? I get more pennies. This one, yeah. As opposed to like the first. The first one. The junkyard. Yeah. I disagree. I get less pennies than the junkyard. I Yeah, I get less than the junkyard. But I, still, I, there's a lot in it. In I think one. there's more, and I think there's less maltiness. It's a little bit sweeter. I think this is a tame version. True that. I get some roastiness, some breadiness, maybe a little bit of that, pennies. Probably not as much as you're getting, but it's not as full-bodied as some of the other ones. Right. Stick. This is a- It's kind of watered down a little bit. A crushable thin. version. Yeah. Still enjoy it, though. To me, it's like Keystone- <laughs> I'm not a fan. I really don't like it. Oh, I thought, I thought you were talking about the pipeline. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, shut it down. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, so who wants to start this one off? Oh, shit. Yeah, right. Um, I will. Uh, 4.5. 4. 4.5. Yeah, I'd say a 4.5. It's it's easy. It's, it's approachable. Yeah. But it, it hits some I, of the notes it's supposed to, right? But just kind of. I want more. Yeah. I don't get much from it. Does nothing for me. I'm gonna give it a four. It's like junkyard. If junkyard just added another like a cup of water, <laughs> uh, I'm gonna give this one uh, a four. And a four for me. Can't do four four. Oh, that's right. So the average for Michelob Amberbach is four point two zero. Good beer. A, a little, little step down, but yeah, it is what it is. It's a good basic Bach beer if you. One of those people, like, oh, I don't like box, they're chewy or whatever. But, eh, eh, try this. If you don't like this, you probably won't like some of this other stuff we're having. Right, if you're a right. noob to box. Now, there is one beer style that I, I wasn't able to get on the, on the uh, podcast, and that's a Doppelbach. So this is usually at a 7 to 11% ABV, deep gold, very dark brown Doppelbachs are. The liquid bread of the beer world. Doppelbach was first created in the 17th century. Polliner monks, I was trying to get the Polliner Salvatore, but... Uh, Bridgeview was all sold out. Who began brewing a hyper malted beer? Think grain in a glass to drink during their Lenten fests. Fasts. Sorry. Fast forward a few centuries. I like Lenten fests. <laughs> <laughs> They're off the chain, right? Better than Firefest. 
Right. <laughs> and Doppelbacher means among the most hearty power packing beers there is. Like a Bach, but double. Huh. Which is to Look say even higher in terms of strength and flavor. Doppelbach is going to be pale or dark with pale versions brewed with Munich and lighter Pilsner malts and dark versions brewed with Munich and Vienna malts. All right. So the lighter ones are hoppier, obviously. Yeah. I was trying to find that Bach, but I couldn't find it. But I did find some of this. Stress now, reliever. Icebox are an interesting beer because they are made by freezing the beer a little bit first to get some of that water froze up and then shipped out. So you, all you have left is that more alcohol and more malty and grainy, you know, flavor. So these are usually in the nine to 15%. If Bach equals strong, ice Bach equals strong Bach. So brewed as a Doppelbach and ice Bach is made by freezing the beer until some of the water begins to freeze. That ice is skimmed off and the result the resulting brew is stronger. Flavor, body, ah. yeah, flavor, body, and alcohol content are all concentrated with a big presence from malts that's balanced more by the high alcohol alcohol content than any hops. So when uh which are barely detectable. Marcus Kruger on the episode that we never did. <laughs> that we that I lost. <laughs> no, that we didn't do. Yeah, Leave fair. it at that. Um, he was talking about that when he was making that wine too, right? Yep. That was part of his process is let it freeze a little bit, skim off the ice. And, and it, we still have that rhubarb wine in there. Yeah. What's that process called? Ice something? Yeah. Ice, ice bock. I don't know what the process is. Not ice bock, but when he was doing it with that. Yeah, never mind. He had a term for it. I forget. So this beer that we're about to talk about here is an ice bock from Icewind Brewing out of Mapleton. So pronounced Icebach. The Icebach is an amped up version of a Doppelbach known for its ludicrous or luscious malt, full body and warming alcohol. Brewed with the German Vienna and Munich malts, then fermented slow and cool, let the flavor shine through and keep it smooth. She's a total package. Rich, powerful, and a little sweet. Long live the Ice Queen. And this one is 10.5% ABV. What, 10.5? 10.5, good buddy. My sniffer's not doing very good today. Some sort Damn of cigarettes. sweet breadiness. I've got like a stuffiness going on. Mm, I can hear it. You're all nasally and shit. Yeah, bro. That's how you normally... I think it's uh, these major swings in the fucking atmosphere outside have uh, congested me a little bit, but I don't get a lot on the nose. Um, I get a Maybe bit more malty, roasty. I smell sweetness. Mm -hmm. It's like a, a malty sweetness. Like a bunch of different sweetnesses? Yes. Multi? Multi. <laughs> multi sweetness. Multi. Mul uh, whatever. <clears throat> yeah, I can definitely <laughs> smell there's a little bit more alcohol in this too on the nose. Ooh. Yeah. This thing's dark and it tastes dark. It's very uh, roasty. I like that though. This is uh, super old coffee. <laughs> dark, almost burnt charred bread. Smooth Ooh. on the tongue. It's weird how that has a really nice mouthfeel to it. It's got a creaminess to it as well. Mm -hmm. It still is. Oh, it, it's you can still see through it though. It's clear, so it's it's definitely lagered. It's it's sweet. It's, yeah, uh, it's sweet too. Almost not like only that, buttery. I just said it better myself. Buttery and almost like maybe like honey ish sweetness in there. I wouldn't say butter because that butter and beer flavor is a um, no. But it's it's. The texture. And, oh, the texture. Okay. Yeah. yeah, I don't taste better. I was going to say it sounded like Ernie said schwiggity schwa. Schwiggity pad. Wow, this is pretty good. I like it. Makes me want to drink more. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it, it's deep and dark and rich and just yummy, mm -hmm. I guess, yeah. would be the only word. It's really sweet. I wish they would have made more of this. It's really good. Wow. Now, this is one I definitely need to keep keep sipping on right away. I did not like this beer. Mm -hmm. First couple sips. Now really? that I've... Got to have a rule of three in this house. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. And the more the more that I just kind of keep taking little sips, it coats your mouth and coats your tongue. And it really kind of does have that buttery, creamy mouthfeel I like yep. a lot. Mm -hmm. And that roastiness isn't like... To me, it doesn't taste burnt. The no, roastiness it, to me it, is, is just that Maillard condition where it's everything caramelized real nice. Right. And that's how I say it. Yep. I, I'm... Whatever, not getting it right, but yeah, it's got to me. It, it's I left the coffee pot on too long, and the coffee started to burn on the bottom. Mm -hmm. Right, yep. I'm not eating the burnt stuff, but it just amps up that fucking 
those things about coffee. So same thing with toast. Leave it in a little bit longer. Instead of setting it at four, you set it at five and a half. It gets a little bit darker. So the history, according to the BJCP, is uh, originating in Kombach in Franconia in the late 1800s, although exact origins are not known. Fables describe it as coming from beer accidentally freezing at a brewery. Oops, we fucked up, so we're going to make something new out of it. So it says here that it can be from 7% to 33% by volume. Whoa. Yeah, I've heard of some beers that are up there. Like, well, I mean, you got one sitting down there right now, right? Still. Utopias. the Utopias. That's at 23%. But yeah, this is very full-bodied. Uh, smooth mouthfeel. I love the roastiness on this one. I'm going to give this one also, I don't see why I wouldn't, 575. Yummy. I can't wait to have more of this. Yeah, it's uh, either a 5.5 five or 575. I think I'll go 7.5 because I really like this as well. 5.5. Five. Four G- and a half. Mouthfeel, body, the creaminess I like a lot, the flavor just not not quite what I want. Gotcha. I, I'm going to give it a 5.5. Five. I I liked it. I want to drink more. Yeah, it's real, real nice. I like ice queens. I'm a Batman. The queen. <laughs> they call me Tickles. <laughs> All right. So I don't have that good. sound either. So right the now. above average for ice winds, ice queen is 5.4. Wow. Decent. Yeah. All right. This next one um, is the quote unquote cream of the crop. Trying to pour a lot on this one. So we'll have, I think this is a 375. Is that how much that is? I know, it's a cute little bottle. So this one is from Schneiderweiss. Unf- and this one is their Aventinus Icebach from 2017. So unfathomably sensuous. What the fuck does that mean? Sensuous? No, that's not yeah. sensuous. Yeah, it's sensuous. Oh, okay. Thank you. No. You can't just sound out every uh, word in the English language because we fucking suck at writing. We do. <laughs> All right. Magic in a Black Soul. The mahogany colored, almost black icebox for sensuous indulgence. Best served in a balloon glass. Matured in a special freezing process following a special recipe with a soft, elegant body, but still intensive. Spicy flavors of plum, banana, and clove reveal themselves along with a hint of bitter almond and marzipan. Tempting as digestif to crepes, dark chocolate, tiramisu, and fully ripe Parmesan cheese. Opposed to This is a 12%. Semi- what? Yeah, yeah. tell Semi- us, tell us uh, could you please tell us what bad joke you had for us? <laughs> nope, not anymore. <laughs> Come on, go, up, no, go back I'm up. I'm done. Go back up, let me do it. Hmm, this beer though. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear it. <laughs> I'll tell you my Peter Pan joke if you tell me your <laughs> Nothing to do with your Peter or your Pan. This is 11.2 fluid ounces. So that's not even a beer? A can of beer? There's still some left. We got about that much left. Pass it around Yeah, because I didn't take very much because yeah. you told me not to. Yes. We got nervous. We, no, nobody knew how much... <laughs> How much alcohol was in a bottle that we all could look at? <laughs> well, it's dark. The bottle's really dark. We're all just passing around like, barely take any. <laughs> just this t- thing just could be smell sm- it. It could be thicker walled than we assumed. So uh, <laughs> this says 12%. It's a Hallertal Hercules hops, wheat malt and barley malt. They use open fermentation, no bottle fermentation due to the special frost maturing process. It's non-filtered, non-pasteurized. It has a smell to it. I smell the clove and the banana. I get like a funky plum. Oh, fucking bananas. I was getting like, it was more like a plum cherry, little chocolate for me. I get, yeah, I agree with Jacob, the plum and some sort of funkiness. Funky plum. Funky plum. That was my favorite dance when I was in middle school. Don't you take me to funky plum. <laughs> so this is it says here that it's got wild fermentation or open fermentation. So this is gonna be a very smells like similar yeah. to some um you know covert shit or some uh atypical shit. I'm getting more of the different fruits now too, but holy fuck it's banana. I got banana and clove like immediately. Banana clove yeah. chocolate, then it resolves to like some other berries and I get knocked in the fucking teeth with plum right away. I could tell it fell out. Ding! Right, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Yeah, and then some like. It's definitely wild fermentation. Yep. All right. All right. Two flavors. 
Kind of oh, how it smells. Wow. Nope. Except for I get a little bit of chocolate in there. Oh, oh. it's all fermented and salty. Good Christ oh. almighty. Yep, the definitely. flavor of this, I don't get bananas at all. No. Nope. It no, was I immediately never. sour. Yep. And then... Uh, Is that open fermentation I don't stuff? even know what happened. <laughs> Good Christ, man. <laughs> it scared me. You don't get a little bit of chocolate after about four seconds? I get like chocolate covered pl- uh, plum. I wouldn't say prunes. I do get... I get plums and prunes on taste, yeah. I got plums on taste. I'm not getting any of the chocolate, but this one is also very sour and salty. Yeah. Uh, When it comes to open and natural fermentation like that, um, it can add, you know, lactobacillus type acidity to it. It's got floaties. Yeah, I was going to say, do you guys have a bunch of floaties too? Yep. I don't have a bunch, but there's some. Oh, yeah, there's definitely sedimentation it's, in the bottom of this. Definitely unfiltered, so, which I don't mind. This is, uh, this is fucking growing on me, though. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I really didn't uh, expect it to be sour. I don't know why. I didn't pay attention to the, when I looked at the bottle, but it fucking blew me away. And it's taken, I'm reeling a little bit, but, uh, after letting that fucking fester for a minute, this is really, uh. Interesting. Oh, here's what it is. That's uh, something I drink a lot of, but. This was aged in red wine barrels for two years. That would explain a whole uh, fuckload of that. Some tannins. Oh, those fruits. There. Yep. So you're going to get some complex icebox aromas and woody character from the wine barrel. That's maybe where some of that like um, sourness comes from, that, the wine barrel itself, maybe. Mm hmm. And the, the open fermentation. That's, huh. yeah, I like that. This it, is really It good. is different for sure. Hmm. 24 bucks for this little bottle, by the way. Holy shit. Yeah, no joke. Yeah, I'm not laughing. This is a really fun beer, though. There's, it's really smelly. There's a little, not, that's really smelly. You're doing no, great. No, <laughs> smelly cat, smelly cat. What are they feeling? There's a lot of interesting aromas, interesting flavors. Um, the wild fermentation has a fun funk to it. Yeah, absolutely. This is a... Uh, this is something I'd always want to have around just to show off to people. Like, try something weird. Try something different. Yeah, there's definitely a lot going on with it. A lot. Ooh, I got a lot of particulates in this last pour. I'd give it a five and a half if you guys wanted to start voting mm-hmm. uh, numberings. Yep, go ahead. Chris, five and a half. Jacob? I'm right there with him. Five and a half. I'm going five. Uh, I'm going to go, yeah, 5.25. That red wine barrel really adds it's a lot of great flavors to it. Scrum diddlyumptious, indeed. Five even? Yeah. And I'm sorry, Knox. I, you, know. you didn't say five five? No, I said five. Five. Okay. No, yeah, I Jacob just said, said five five. You I said five five. Yeah. Five point two five. Five point two five. How about you, Ernie? What do you got? Uh, I bet he doesn't like it as much. Three point seven five. Three point seven five. Okay. Correct. So what's the average there, bigger? Um the average for was it Schneider? <laughs> Schneider Weiss. What is this shit? <laughs> is five. Uh, it's Icebox Barrique 2017. 5.0. All right. So what was the beer of the day, sir? New Glarus Cabin Fever at 5.50, and then Ice Winds, Ice Queen at 5.4. Wow. Good day today, guys. Wow. Yes. So what did we learn today about box? We like box. I like box. I, I like, like box. Box. box? Buck, buck. <laughs> My third favorite bartender at Rick's. That's box. Oh. <laughs> no, Rick's is different than the box. The box is its own place. Isn't that a radio station? Oh, bars. Somewhere. Bar talk. Isn't it fun? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I was not that that last one was too sourish for in my, for a Bach, for what I think a Bach should be. But for as much that was going on, but with it had it, a lot of flavor. I didn't. I don't have any like aftertaste in my mouth whatsoever. I can still yeah. taste it. Prove it. <laughs> <laughs> French me, goddamn! You're right. Come there here, is baby. no no taste in there. Let me taste your mouth. <laughs> well, uh, well, there's only one style that we didn't really get in, into, and that's the Weizenbach, and that's more of the you know 40, 60 percent wheat in the grain bill. I would have liked to have tried that because wheat beers are some of my favorite fucking beers. Um, but I will, we will keep the listener in mind if I ever do see a, a, a Weizenbach out there. 
listener. I would get one on a. And, uh, he knows <laughs> we're da- he knows we're down to one. And I'm already here with us. Sorry, buddy. Ding. Right. That's a good one. God damn it. That was a, that was actually a good one. Um, but uh, and of course we didn't have a doppelbock. Um, I was God, looking forward to having that polliner on there, but. It's like we um, might have to do another Bach episode. So I really like the maltiness of Bach in we'll general. We'll call it Welcome Bach. <laughs> <laughs> welcome I do like Bach. Welcome Bach. Welcome Bach. Cotter. Cotter. So the local ice Bach that we had was really delicious. Uh, I like that one a lot. That honey Bach, Hellas Bach t- style, or my Bach, I guess. Uh, I like the little bit of the hops in it. That really made a um, a difference. And there's a huge difference between this. Oh yeah, the three different kinds that we had today. The it's, regular uh, box. It's uh, weird that you could even put them in a, a same subcategory. Yeah, I think it's all because of what's in the malt bill and the, the fact that they use a lager yeast and have it sit for a long time to let it clarify and and stuff. And I really like that those styles that really take time. I mean, granted, it uh, it's a little more expensive to make. Because you got to let it fucking sit, just like whiskey. I love whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> we know, we know. Your voice sounds like it. But um, yeah, yeah. I, like, I like Doppelbox. I'm Batman. I like this icebox. <laughs> Both of these icebox we had today. I'm going to probably pursue those a little bit more in the future. And yeah, of course, Amberbach was what started it for me. Yeah, me too. I think a lot of people probably, that was their first dab into craft beer or dark beer, chewy beer, multi beer. Mm-hmm. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. Have some Doppelbach in the fall if you can to really set yourself up for, you know, those porters and stouts. And then uh, have a Hellas Bach and an Ice Bach if you really want to get hammered in the in the springtime. Who doesn't want to really get hammered? Uh, speaking of hammered, uh, anybody got anything to promote? Jacob? Huh. No. Holly? Uh-uh. Everything. Promote everything. Mm-hmm. All right. Chris? Uh just everybody needs to go out and show some love uh, for Cayuga Duck owners. <laughs> <laughs> Ding! We're going to start a GoFundMe page for you, Chris. So, so, I can, so you can get your own place. Maybe I can get my own room. Yeah, <laughs> We're going to have to get him Air like five-hour therapy. Yes. Well, this is this is therapy for me. All right. Well, how about you? Where can they find you, Ryder? Oh, I'll be here for a little while yet. Right on that couch. Yeah. <laughs> Probably taking a nap. Before I get up and go to bed. All right. Uh, across the street. Across the street. All right. Well, we want to thank our sponsors for supporting our show. We want to thank you, our listeners, without whom this podcast couldn't happen. And to you, we say, may, may your glasses, glasses be full and your spirits high. high. Cheers. This has been a Predicate Productions episode of Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Follow us on all social medias at Bruise, Booze, and Reviews. Special thanks to our sponsors for supporting our podcast. You, too, can support our show by supporting them. We have merch for sale and additional content available on Patreon. New content coming always because it's fun to come always. <laughs>